Dean Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. Uh, Dean, Dean Thomas in Columbus. I'm Ken LaVica. Ken LaVica Live here on ESPN 106.3. Dane hanging with me until 2. Um, uh, get uh, get a load of this. In in Miami this weekend, Dean, okay? You've got the Heat and Knicks tonight, okay? It's spring break as well. And it's ultra this weekend in Miami. That's what impossible. Is that? Ultra is the uh, the the EDM, the, the electronic music fest. Oh. So we're talking like 55, 60,000 people uh, down by the water. In Miami as well. In addition to the heat game. In addition to spring break. It's gonna it's gonna be people everywhere. Just a massive humanity. I will I will say this. If you are venturing to Miami this weekend and you're doing so driving, you are an idiot. You are imbecile. patently dumb. Right. Like Dean said, you're an imbecile. If you're going to Miami, if you're venturing into that zoo then you best be taking the bright line. You best be taking the train. That is the only sane way of going to Miami this weekend because that is going to be an absolute crap show. And if you like sitting in traffic for three hours for what should be a 55-minute drive, I mean, so be it. You're more than welcome. Or you can just take Brightline. So here's what you should do. Go Brightline.com or the Brightline app and get yourself a seat on the Brightline. Round trip. Go from the station in West Palm or the station in Fort Lauderdale. Go into Miami, the Miami Central Station. It's named that because it's right in the center of Miami. And from there, you go where you're going to go. But do not drive your car. Turnpike, 95, nothing, nothing. Do not get in that car and go down to Miami. Use Brightline. I like the premium seats. I like to get taken care of and pampered a bit. Premium seats mean you go into the lounge at any of the Brightline stations and you can get free drink you can get free snacks and then same thing it's like sitting first class on a plane except you're on a train in that premium seating that's the way i roll you don't have to but purely from a sanity perspective kicking your feet up not having to worry about anything and not sitting in traffic for hours because that's what's going to be hours take bright line hey those of you who might be south who are listening right now it's the international boat show use the bright line to get to west palm and get to the boat show. Drops you off a couple blocks away, you get to the boat show, boom, you're right there. There is no reason not to traverse South Florida, especially this weekend, with Brightline. It's quick, it's fast, it's easy. It's Brightline. Go Brightline.com or the Brightline app and just make things easier on yourself, okay? Uh, Speaking of making things easier for themselves, if Colby Covington just shut the hell up and went and fought and won, he wouldn't be having the issues that he has. That's the way I at least look at this, Dean. Just from a, a pure outsider's perspective, I Colby Covington is a phony. He is fake, and that's why everybody hates him, and that's why he's that's getting why he sucker punched outside of steakhouses. That's just my short Cliff Notes version of what I think about Colby Covington and Jorge Masvidal. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and, and shut it down right now and let everybody know what's up. Because the reality is this. Everybody's acting, though. Like, those that are supporting Colby are acting as though Colby has the reputation of S- Stephen Thompson. You know what I'm saying? Like, Colby 
He asks for it. He talks too much. No one likes him. He has zero. He doesn't have any friends. And he's got more beef with anybody in MMA that I've ever seen in the history Where of all from? my years in like, MMA. There have been a lot of trash talkers and a lot of tough guys and a lot of guys who want to get in your face and a lot of guys who want to yap, yap, yap. Why Why do guys, why has Kobe Covington had now three instances? I mean, someone threw a boomerang at him a couple of yeah, years ago. Fabricio Verdum, heavyweight yeah. champion of the world, threw a boomerang at him. Why? But he's had beef with everybody, why not just three guys, but he's had beef with a lot of people. Why do people hate Kobe so much that he, more than any other MMA star, UFC star, has things happening outside of the octagon to him? He allowed his character as the heel, the pro wrestling heel, to take over his life. Because he had this, because him and his people behind the scenes believed that no one would do anything. Because I remember, because me and Kobe, we used to share an office. We were in American Top Team together, We and I was always good to him, and we shared an office. And I was good friends with one of his co-creators of the character. Okay. And he would always say, man, no one's going to do nothing, man. It's, nah, it's fine, man. No one's going to say anything. No one's going to say anything. And the way I look at it is, when MMA first started, it was about fighting, about self-defense, being able to defend yourself in the street. And that's kind of the generation that Masvidal comes up in. And like this was so the fight game for him, guys like me and older yeah, guys. He came up through was just about making a living. He came yes. up through Kimbo and Dada. So he absolutely right. came up in MMA is how you you get it on in the streets, man. Yeah, and, and like so when we got the opportunity to fight like legal or these guys got the opportunity to fight legally, they were like, Yeah, hey, I'll do it, sure. <laughs> but the street never left them. Yeah. The whole street aspect never left them. Those Masvidal is a straight street kid. Now what happened was with the you know explosion of MMA, in a way it sort of got gentrified. And now people are thinking that, oh, you know, these guys can solve their problems through fighting in the cage. But that's not the way it works. Uh, that's so, not how it works. All right. It's if you talk trash, you got to answer to that. And people think that that beef was fabricated and just to sell pay per views. No, that real. beef was legit. Yeah. That beef was legit and had been brewing for three years. And whatever happened in the cage is irrelevant because Masvidal did not like him. Now, and he's a street dude. What about it being? A, a sucker punch. Like, he he waited for him. He saw that 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 Colby was having dinner with the Nelk boys and waited for him, showed up. Uh, what appears, he looks like he came from behind, knocked out his teeth. Uh, Asked Colby about it. He, he had his Rolex uh, damaged. Um, but, but it, it, I mean, that was that was a flat-out sucker punch. Well, was that the, a little the bit footage, dirty? You know, I mean, no one knows. No one knows how it really happened but the but so here's the thing though there's a couple of ways that you can take this a couple of years ago masvidal went on luke thomas's show i think it was, it was either luke thomas or Ariel hawani's show and went on and said i'm known in miami to have for having a good sucker punch and being able to run fast because you don't alarm when you, <laughs> you don't alarm your enemy when you're coming because that's how you get shot all right so the the reality is is that in the street there are no rules and if somebody has beef with you and he says it's on site. When I see you, it's on site. That's the that's what happens. Now, me and Josh Cohen have a running joke about this. This is the reason why the British lost the Revolutionary War. It's because they announced to their enemy <laughs> they that drums. they were coming. Yeah, they had, yeah, they had drums. They had drums. They wore bright red, yeah. and they lined up in a straight right, line. Right, They're coming over this, the hill with a drum major. Like You know yes. that the British are coming. Listen, this isn't high school or this isn't middle school where you go, hey, uh, meet me out in the parking lot. Yeah. He, they had legit beef over money and trash talk, and 
him talking stuff about his family and his relationships. He said, yo, I'm going to get you. Now, they fought. Of course, you know, you know, Colby Covington wanted to fight, but that was about the money. That wasn't about yeah. settling the beef. And that's what people don't seem to understand. It was never that fight was never about settling so the beef. It, that fight was about getting paid. It seems like Colby wants to be about that life, but he's not about that life. Like he exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's and that was the problem. Is it I've always wondered like this whole Karen mentality. I've always like I don't understand that Karen mentality where it's like, oh, I, I can say what I want to you, but don't you dare hit me. I don't understand that mentality, Ken. I, I don't know where that comes from. For me, it's like if you say stuff to people and you're intentionally trying to hurt their you feelings. You cross a line. You cross yeah, you you hurt somebody's feelings, somebody's gonna hurt you back physically. Yeah. And to me, that's what I understand. That's the psychology that I understand is that if that's why I'm cool. I'm cool with everybody. I don't try to hurt people's feelings. I don't say nothing bad about people. I'm a cool dude. And no matter who you are, I'm always going to be a cool dude. Because I, I believe that if you are intentionally trying to hurt people's feelings, they can hurt you back. Now, And if they can't do it emotionally, they're going to do it physically. So when, when we took a bunch of calls on this the other day, when this first came out, uh, the, the, the majority of the reaction that I was getting from callers is that, well, Masvidal A certainly should have settled that in the octagon. Uh, the fact that he not only didn't settle it in the octagon, he sort of just got dominated in the octagon. He should have just let it die right there. That this is uh, petty on his part. This is soft on his part. This is weak on his part. And you've already addressed that. You said that, hey, the octagon doesn't matter. So fine. But also... Like the fact that Masvidal just flat out as a a money making combat fighter right now UFC he's bad he has not been competitive in any of his last four fights at this point and he can say all he wants that hey I'm the one selling these pay per views I'm the one selling these pay per views I've got the deal but the fact of the matter is it's starting to feel like it's an automatic L every time he gets into the octagon so oh, what would your response be to that and also like what is Dana doing now because Dana. Uh, Jorge can say all he wants, like, I'm selling these pay-per-views, but he's also losing every single one, and now he's got Masvidal in jail, having to get bailed out of jail. So, like, how does Dana uh, wrap his mind around this entire thing? I'm not sure how Dana's going to handle this. I'm sure, like, they'll have to wait and see how the whole thing starts to play out legally, and then he can go from there. But what people are under, the biggest thing that people have to understand is that what happens in the cage is their job. Not anything to do necessarily with personally. And because we're so desensitized to like, you know, people having fake beef and settling it and hug it afterwards or WWE where it's fake. I think we're a bit desensitized to it. But the reality is, is this is real life for guys like Masvidal. Mm -hmm. And I don't even think Colby fully understood that, that it's real life. And I'm surprised that it took this long for someone to really go after him in the street. But this is real life for people. What's weird Not to me, some- uh, like what's weird to me about Colby, is that this persona, this uh, he he's a troll, he's a heel, and that persona he took on was directly connected to Trump, right? Like that was the path they decided to ply. What's interesting to me though, is that the vast majority of these fighters in the UFC and even Masvidal, if you look at anything they've ever said politically, they all. Support the guy. They support oh, yeah. the guy that Colby Covington has decided to model his heel character around. So 
it seems to me there's something more there. Like that that there's a, a character flaw in Kobe that turns so many people off where because he's a phony, that's why he's getting his ass kicked. Not that he's necessarily said anything that's pissed anybody off, except he did go for Masvidal's family, but uh, that he's a phony, that nobody trusts him because they don't actually know who Colby Covington is. Well, it's part of both. It's part of both. Is it he's phony, he's, he's phony, and he says stuff to intentionally really try to get personal with people, mm-hmm. to really get under them. Like some of the stuff that he said about, uh, you know, Dustin Poirier and his wife. That and his was kids. ridiculous. Like, what? And again, like, I get trying to be an instigator, but you know, people who do that in pro wrestling, the vast majority of the time, they're making sure it's okay on the other end or they're turning it into something. Like, Colby's trying to do this in a world where uh, you're fighting for survival, and that's a terrible idea. And I wish somebody would tell him that before something really bad happens to him. Well, that's what I'm saying. And that's what I'm saying. That's the mentality of. You know, standing there, getting in people's face, yelling in people's face. And then when they hit you, you go, oh, my God, I can't believe you put your hands on me. I'm calling the police. That is exactly what he did. Yeah. Is it he instigated this to the point where he got attacked and then said, oh, my God, I can't believe you hit me. I'm calling the police. Uh, where does the King of Miami thing come from? How does a guy who was born in California and was raised in Oregon, uh, where, where is he declaring himself King of Miami? Has he ever lived in Miami? He just and he is only probably he probably lives in Miami now. I don't even know, and I can't confirm that. But prior to that, he was living in Coconut Creek or Deerfield. <laughs> that is you know not what Miami. So he wasn't even living in Miami. Yeah. He might be. He might be living there now. But huh. you know. But again, like you know, that's not the part that gets me. The part that gets me is that how personal he gets to people. Yeah. And he try. He intentionally tries to get personal with stuff that, like, wait a minute, dude, like you got to chill out. Yeah. And. And listen, if Habib Nurmagomedov could come on, he's pretty yeah, much Khabib, the moral compass of right. everything. And Khabib is pro-Masvidal <laughs> with this. And he's telling yeah. the welterweights, don't fight Kobe Covington because he's talking about people's family. Like when Khabib talks, everybody listens because they're terrified yeah. of him. And not only that, but like Khabib is like the type of dude who, who really tries to do the right thing all the time. I'm not saying that he's always right, but he really does – have good intentions and wants to do the right thing on almost everything. But, you know, in, when, in terms of this, when he's like, hey, man, listen, what are you doing compressing charges on this guy? That's That says a lot. You know, that does yeah. say a lot. Now, listen, I'm not condoning Miles with all his behavior. I'm, I'm not saying that I do that either. But all I'm saying is that... Kobe had it coming to him, kind of. He had it coming. How could he not think he doesn't have it coming? Like, if you're a good dude, you don't have, you don't have stuff like that coming. Yeah. And I don't understand why people are you know, can support that and be like, oh, well, he shouldn't run up on him, and he, he fought him already. But that was their job. After- like, if you get in a fight with somebody at work, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's your job. Yeah. That ain't got nothing to do with the fact that you're trying that you wanted to really put this man in a hospital. After hearing Dean's full, full breakdown of this, a full opinion on Colby versus Masvidal, I want to reintroduce this. Who looks worse, Colby Covington or Jorge Masvidal? Who looks worse, Covington or Masvidal? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. On Twitter, at KLV1063. 888-760-3776. And you, you said, Dean, that, that you don't know how Dana's going to handle this, but isn't this a prime opportunity to have a, a rematch? I, it, I doubt it. I mean, you the way that so? first fight... I doubt it, man. The way that first fight played out... 
and the fact that it is this personal, like, I don't think that you can have a rematch with these guys. You know, I don't think that, I don't think it's worth it. I don't think you can, you can't really risk that. So I think that you let this blow over. You, you know, you put, you know, maybe have Colby fight Dustin Poirier if you can even allow that to happen. But at this point, like, you got to start thinking, like, it's kind of dangerous having this guy around. He's kind of a liability. Who looks worse, Masvidal or Covington? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Ballpark of the Palm Beaches, it is the best damn place to go watch spring training, 360-degree concourse. I love, let me just paint the picture for you, okay? I love going out there in an afternoon, watching either the Nationals or the Astros, and that's the spring training home of the Nationals and the Astros, sitting in the sunshine, Soaking up the spring training atmosphere. Uh, feeling fortunate that we're able to get some spring training in and playing hooky from work or entertaining some friends or bringing out the family and just enjoying that we live in such a great area and an area where we can watch spring training. It's so unique. There's only two states in this country that get to enjoy the greatness that is spring training, the fresh shiny new baseball season and it's right here and there's no better place to see it than the palace that is the ballpark of the palm beaches again spring training home of the american league champion astros the spring training home of the nationals and the tickets are easy to get ballparkpalmbeaches.com ballparkpalmbeaches.com the ballpark of the palm beaches only uh, about a week left to spring training expedited spring training so get out there time is running out ballparkpalmbeaches.com it's the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. When we return to Sean Watson is being introduced as the new starting quarterback for the Browns right now. And Dean, he he used the I word. He said innocent in this press conference. So we'll break that down. And also, uh, I, uh, I need to address uh, uh, myself and Keyshawn Johnson and uh, something that, uh, that transpired yesterday. We'll do all of that when we come back. He's Dean Thomas. He's in Columbus, Ohio. I'm Ken Levickham. I'm in the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, and I'm live on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. Deshaun Watson is going full double down. He said, I, I didn't do anything wrong. I've never assaulted. I've never disrespected a woman. Uh, the the 23 allegations that I did so, none of them are credible. None of the 23 are credible. He says he doesn't intend on, on settling any of the civil suits filed against him at his introductory press conference still going on right now in Cleveland. So uh, this is bold. Uh, Dean Thomas, he's in Columbus. Ken Levicka here. In West Palm, Ken Levicka live here on ESPN 106.3. So let me give you some of the quotes here, Dean. Okay, and again, I understand it. I got to hear this. It is innocent before proven guilty, right? It's always a presumption of innocence. I understand it. But again, the the intricacies of the, the, the 23 different women who allege that he assaulted them, him groping them, him masturbating, him ejaculating on them. I mean, these are all things that are contained in these these allegations, okay? So (laughs) 
Here is here is Deshaun Watson. Um, it's hard for me to say that I've received counseling because I don't have a problem. I don't have an issue. I'm willing to talk to people about certain situations to make sure I'm not getting back into this. I never assaulted anyone. I never disrespected anyone. I've never assaulted and I've never disrespected anyone. Mm. What I can continue to do is tell the truth. I never assaulted, disrespected, or harassed any women. I will continue to show people who I really am. I Listen, he has never wavered from that. And okay, I, it, he has conviction with it. And I'll give him that. But I just, I'm not trying to be anti-American here with how the, the legal system works. But when there are 23, it's not like three. It's not like even 13. It's 23. When you have 23 different women who are alleging that he touched them inappropriately, that he exposed himself inappropriately, that he's masturbating in front of them, that he's ejaculating on them, you can't tell me that nobody felt disrespected. Who is he to be declaring that he never disrespected anybody? With those allegations. This whole thing, and I get it, legally, nothing's going to happen to him, it appears. But I'm finding this extremely hard to believe, some of the words that he's saying right now. I know, man. It's it's like where there's smoke, there's fire. It's very difficult to believe that with 23 women and yeah, 23 tw- accusations. I mean, Dean, it's 23. It's 23. That's crazy. Like, you would have to, I mean... Unless they all conspired, which is impossible—that's not like, which that's is impossible. impossible. I know, no so it's, way. It's, it's crazy to think. And so, like, if anybody out there is going, "Oh, yeah, well, he's you know, he's they they can't they're not going to convict him of it," blah 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 blah. Okay, he got. Let's say he gets off. Would you let your sister give him a, a massage? I mean, uh, it's I, I listen to this. Speaking of just the massages. Deshaun Watson was asked why he uses so many massage therapists. Here was his reply. As far as details, I can't get too far into it because there's an ongoing investigation. That was his response to a question about why he uses so many massage therapists. Quote, as far as details, I can't get too far into it because there's an ongoing investigation. There's a normal response to that question. I mean, come on. So, I didn't assault anyone. I didn't disrespect anybody. Oh, why do you need all those different women? Uh, It's an ongoing investigation. Can't talk about it. I mean, that's that's crap. I know one thing. You know, when I was with Tyron Woodley in his camps, he always had a massage therapist. I mean, he was very particular about who he allowed to give him a massage. And was it generally the the same person depending on the yeah, area? It was, it was generally it was generally the same person. Was he flying them in from Atlanta, flying would, them in from Florida, flying them in from Alabama? But, but that was the thing. That was the thing is he would fly one person in. One. Right. One. Because he trusted that one person and that's what it was. And I remember Dan Henderson, former champion of the UFC, flew one girl around because, like, that's who they trusted. It wasn't like they were flying, like, all these other girls around. I mean, when you're dealing with massages and you're serious about your massage, like, you kind of have to have – it's a kind of a serious thing where you trust somebody to do it for you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Unless you have ulterior motives. 
Right. Like in, in terms of getting the massage, it's kind of a trusting. Like you, like you really have to believe in somebody unless you have ulterior motive, motives and you're looking to do something else. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying is unless you have ulterior motives, you don't just let anybody in yep. and you don't have 23 different people coming just to try them out. I mean, listen, at its face, and this is me talking. I'm not saying this is what happened, but this is Ken Levicka talking. When you have 23 different women that you are calling up, having come in, flying them in from other states, to me, that sounds like you're trying to coordinate some sort of prostitution, right? Like right. That, that at its face is what I think even a sensible person would think is going through the mind of Deshaun Watson. And when he says, especially, I never disrespected anyone, he can say all he wants, I never assaulted anyone. That is a legal question. But him declaring, I never disrespected anyone, that is not for Deshaun Watson to say. That is not for Deshaun Watson to make the declaration on. Deshaun Watson is not the one who is the arbiter of whether he did or didn't disrespect some of, if not all, of these 23 different women. Uh-uh. No way. Right. I mean, he could say he didn't intentionally right. try to disrespect someone. Right. But you can't say whether you disrespected someone or not because your values aren't the same as somebody else's values. Yep. Yep. So if you're if you're looking, if you were hoping Deshaun Watson might have been someone who maybe is humbled a bit by his behavior that got him into this place, based on his press conference in Cleveland right now, um, those those hopes you had are um are dashed. That that has not happened. He he does not want to settle the civil suits. He is standing by the fact he never assaulted anyone and and he's declaring that he never disrespected anyone. Of those 23 women who say, uh, yeah, I came in to give him a massage and he um, he ejaculated on me. Yeah, I see, mean, this to me I is mean, come gross. on. Like, the, the whole thing is gross to me. The, like, the, the act of what he's accused of is gross and then the cover-up, like, like, if he's done those things and he's going out of his way to cover it up and lie about it and all that, to me, that's just... Just it, yeah. it gross. It grosses me out. Actually, yep. like, yep. what are and, you doing? And and again, like earlier this week, I said if the Dolphins signed Deshaun Watson, like it makes me question my football fandom. Uh, it, it, the, the money that the Browns gave Deshaun Watson, the 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 open season with so many teams interested in Deshaun Watson, makes me question being a football fan. But not enough to give up football. So that that's where I stand on this. Like. I can. You have all the character problems, all the allegations, and guess what? Football. I'm still there with you. I, I'm. If Deshaun Watson was signed by the Dolphins, guess what? If the Dolphins got off to a seven-one start and it's October, guess what I'm doing? I'm cheering my ass off for Deshaun Watson, right? So, so I, I, I'm openly saying this. I'm admitting this. I have a football problem, and you know what? I own that. I own that. But if I'm gonna own that. I need Deshaun Watson to own up to the fact that maybe, just maybe, he didn't comport himself in a proper way, in any way, shape, or form. Just one singular form which put him in this situation. Because you can't I mean, tell it, me that this is a coordinated 23-woman effort to just take down an innocent black man. Sorry, I'm not going to that place. Yeah, I mean, the, the reality is that you know he's not going to get convicted of it. No, probably. And no, if he, he doesn't, that doesn't. But that still doesn't mean that he didn't do it, right? I mean, right. you know, OJ didn't get convicted, 
but we all know he did. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, like, just because you don't get convicted don't mean that you didn't do it. It right. just means they couldn't convict you. But, man, he is full double down, triple down, quadruple down mode right now uh, in his Browns introductory press conference. Um, by the way, by the way, the Dolphins, I'm still flying high over the acquisition to Tyreek Hill. I cannot wait. Tua has all the weapons in the world. You can slander Tua all you want. He doesn't have to throw a pass over 15 yards with this offense. You like yards after the catch? You like track meets? It's what the Dolphins are going to be. Uh, so, that was that was going to happen. They're just going to oh, give him yeah. the ball and let him just, just run away with it. Just go. Him, Jalen Waddle, Mike Jasicki, doesn't matter. Raheem Mostert, let's go. Let's just run, 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 run forever. The Dolphins are a threat to the Bills. I believe it. I believe it. But if you don't believe me on how good the Dolphins are going to be, how effective Tyreek Hill is going to be with this Dolphins offense, let me point you in the direction of a man who has nothing but credibility. In fact, he's, he's one, of the, one of the finest men, one of the most principled individuals. He me. is one of the most flawless people. Dean, oh, you're really getting on me. One of the most flawless people you're ever going to find. So if you don't trust me about the Dolphins, then certainly a man of conviction, a man of morals, talking about the Dolphins in glowing terms, I present to you my new brother in football, O.J. Simpson. <laughs> hey, Twitter world. Yours truly. Well, I was on the golf course yesterday, and then my uh, phone alerted me that... There was a trade in the NFL, and I looked at it, and I said, oh, no, this is not true. This is phony. There's no way Kansas City is getting rid of Tariq Hill. He's the most dangerous player in the NFL, and uh, he opens everything up for everybody. Then I found out it was true, I guess. When you're as good as Kansas City has been over this uh, number of years, uh, everybody wants a raise, and salary cap becomes an issue. And because of that, Tariq Hill is in Miami. Well, it was Tariq Hill. It was a fear of Tariq Hill with 13 seconds left in the uh, game against Buffalo, the Great playoff job, game that had the Bills playing that prevent defense that led to those two first downs and what eventually led to what I thought uh, cost the Buffalo Bills a chance to win a Super Bowl because I really thought if they won that game, they were going to go all the way. Tariq Hill, he may not be as dangerous uh, with Tua as he was uh, uh, with Patrick Mahomes, but still, the man's a speed burner. And he's got Waddle with him. He's got this guy, Cedric Wilson, this little burner, uh, number one, that played at uh, Dallas last year, not to mention Mostard in the backfield. This is the fastest team in the history of football. Oh. My Bills oh. have got to play him twice okay. a year. That really, really concerns me. Oh, and sure look at this. Time. Then I saw the date. That they pick up Armstead. Oh, man. A perennial Pro Bowl offensive tackle. I think Miami's going to be tough. And if you're worried about Tua's arm, just remember, he was throwing the Henry Ruggs and uh -huh. Devontae Smith, uh -huh. among others, uh -huh. uh, at Alabama. Oh, yeah. And he didn't have any problem getting the ball nope. to all of those guys. O.J. Simpson, my new brother in football. Man, if you don't stop with all this O.J. nonsense, him walking on the field with them bad knees. Man, I, I, I tell you what. I started the week saying, makes me feel dirty, but if Deshaun Watson was a Dolphin, yeah, I'd eventually root for him. Into railing on Deshaun Watson, into me ending the week, being on the same side of anything with O.J. Simpson. How about that for a week, Dean? Yeah, tell me about it. What a, I don't know who's worse. 
Whew, boy. Hey. But listen. OJ, but hold on. But wait a minute. But, how, but I'm I'm questioning. I'm why in the world would the Chiefs get rid of Cheetah? Uh, because he was asking for too much money. Is that what it, he? Was That's what it came down to. He he saw Devontae Adams going to Vegas, getting all that money, highest paid receiver in the NFL. He wanted that money. The Chiefs said, "Ah, eh, not sure." And so then he said, can I look for a trade? And they said, sure. And he picked the Dolphins. That's how it went down. Really? Yep. And then, and then watch this. I'm going to blow your mind with this. And then the Chiefs went up and picked up Juju Schuster. Mm-hmm. And he's already on TikTok. How about that? Uh, he's already you know? TikToking. Uh, Chiefs fans already can't stand Patrick Mahomes' brother. For being on TikTok all the time, and now they're uh, they're right now what appears to be maybe their their number one receiver. He's on TikTok, TikTok. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, yep, yep. Uh, so uh, welcome aboard, OJ. Welcome to oh, the. Oh man, you guys, you guys are pathetic. Right? Between you and OJ, you are both pathetic. Oh God, OJ. I don't know. I don't know who's. I don't know who's more pathetic. You or OJ? Oh man, I tell you what. I never saw it coming. I never saw it coming that myself and O.J. Simpson would be on the same side of anything. Yet here mm-hmm. we are, 2022. What a year. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. Let me tell you real quick about EDS Air Conditioning. EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. Make sure that your AC needs are met. Make sure if your AC is faltering, get it serviced. If it has been a while since your AC has been serviced, get it serviced. If you think your AC is on the way out, get it replaced. They have you taken care of. EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. They're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. They've been doing it family-owned and operated since 2006. What do you do when your AC goes out? Here is a quick way to remember. EDS is yes. EDS is yes. EDS Air Conditioning. EDSAirConditioning.com. That's EDSAirConditioning.com. Again, for all of your AC and plumbing needs. I'm on the same side of something with OJ Simpson. I feel disgusting. I feel dirty. But hey, OJ, welcome aboard. These are the times, Dean, when you're fighting fighting for Tua to get respect, you go to any avenue possible. And if Mm -hmm. OJ wants to support Tua... Tell you what, OJ, welcome to the family. Just um, just don't show up at my uh, my my front door. Uh, Gary. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> in Juno Beach, Gary is on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Gary? Well, Ken, about a month ago, I called you and uh, I said if Tom Brady ever came out of retirement, he would <laughs> play for the Miami Dolphins. Uh-huh. Well, the word today is there's a, there's a yeah. reporter, I think it's his name is Dale Arnold. Yeah, I think. Uh, he was on Nesson yesterday, or he Nesson reported uh, what he had passed along about Brady yesterday, right? I think so. Yeah. Anyway, he's he's saying that uh, Tom wants to play for the Dolphins, and uh, the Dolphins, as of today, uh, they're working on a deal with with Tampa Bay, some kind of a trade or some kind of deal to, to yeah. bring Tom to Miami. Yeah, and Gary, so so here's the latest that, and I didn't want to go super super hardcore on this because Sports Illustrated had a follow up on this as well that there was communication potentially between the Dolphins and Brady uh, about him coming to the Fins. Now 
The same guy, the, the guy who, who said that Brady and the Dolphins was a possibility yesterday was also the same guy who apparently was first to mention that Brady would be coming out of retirement. So there is some credence here. And I know that FS, okay. FS1 today gave it some legs because uh, Skip and Shannon had it as part of their show as a topic, uh, the possibility of Brady going to the Dolphins. So I know that on social media, especially some Dolphins fans have started to to get a little bit hyped about it, but... I just I don't think yeah. other than than that that guy on Nessin, there's enough yet to to go to that route. But but here's my guarantee to you, okay? If we get through the weekend okay. and Tom Brady is a, is a dolphin, I am selling out in the biggest way possible and bringing Tom Brady into my football bosom. I know I said I didn't want him back in the league; I was tired <laughs> of him. But he he will be my quarterback on Monday if he becomes a dolphin. Okay, and I love Tua. But sorry, I'm no longer the president of the Tua fan club in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast if the Dolphins get Brady. I'm a total <laughs> phony. I'm a total phony and appreciate the call. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Dean Thomas is in Columbus. I'm Ken Lavica. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 106.3. Yeah, you are, and we're presented by... The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA Sport. The Heat and the Knicks tonight. 8 o'clock tip. FTX Arena. And a reminder, if you're going down there, please, 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 please do not drive. Don't do it. It's just dumb. It's stupid. I, I mean, Dean flat out said you're an said imbecile. you're an imbecile. If, yeah, you, don't you go know. down there. You, yeah. No, like, use the train. Use the bright line. Okay, use use the bright line. Uh, this is past me talking about them because they're they're a great partner of ours, and this is like your sanity. I'm trying to look out for you as a human being here, like heart to heart. Take the bright line. Just trust me because Miami is going to be an absolute madhouse this weekend. Heat Knicks tonight, FTX Arena. Uh, let's go ahead and get to our Baptist Health Orthopedic Care Injury Emporium. Oh, no. There's a man down. The Heat tonight have an awful lot of players who might not be on the floor. Jimmy Butler has a right ankle sprain. Questionable. Tyler Hero missed the last couple. Left knee sprain. Questionable. Kayla Martin, hyperextended left knee. Questionable. Duncan Robinson, right Achilles irritation, questionable. P.J. Tucker, left knee irritation, questionable. Victor Oladipo, out. Okay. So the Heat has... That's, a, that's everybody. Uh, Do they need me to come out I was gonna and say, shoot a couple threes? I need Dean Thomas in there to, uh, to, to at least fill out a roster spot. So the Heat, per usual, really banged up. And uh, but this is a night where they got to get right. This is a night where the Knicks come in. They never win. It's been since 2016 uh, since they've won in Miami. The Heat need to bounce back. Need to show some consistency. Not all those guys are going to be out tonight. Um, I'd love to see Jimmy get back on the floor after everything that happened on the sideline uh, the other night. But again, that is a lengthy, 
lengthy injury report and all those coming from uh, the uh, the Miami Herald. So that is your Baptist Health Orthopedic Care Injury Emporium. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare for more information today baptist health orthopedic care is offices conveniently located in palm beach county through the florida keys learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare uh so dean what uh, what's on the docket in columbus what can we expect from you where are you going to be at at espn's coverage here over the next couple of days oh no did we lose dean here we lost dean again oh no so here's, I'll try and fill in the blanks here, okay? Dean is on ESPN's coverage. He is doing UFC pay-per-view analysis. But how much of it? Where can we catch him? I don't know the answers to that. I know that Dean is in Columbus. I know that Dean is very good at what he does. But I, I don't know anything further than that. So the way I'll leave it, the way I'll leave it is that Dean you should catch all the UFC pay-per-view coverage you can find. All of it. There we go. Dean's back. Dean, how Yo. how often and when can we see you over the weekend with this uh, ESPN UFC coverage? Um, I'm working the, the coach's voice this weekend, oh, so good. I'll be chiming in about every every fighter. So, you know, just giving a little insight, letting everybody know what's going on that maybe that the, the analyst team didn't cover yet. So you're at uh, Octagon uh, side duty here this yeah, week. Yeah, I'm on Octagon. Yeah, I'm on octagon side duty. I love but it. But in London, man, I had the best seat in the house. I mean, I was sitting right. I mean, because normally I'm like one row behind yeah. the commentators, but this time I was right next to him in London. So I think this time I might be right next to him. Yeah, tell you have some clout. You have some pull. Tell him forget this row stuff. Just put me right on the octagon. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I do got some pull, man. Like they. They essentially let me do what I want. It's terrible, actually. It's, I mean, I'm incredibly spoiled. <laughs> you are so spoiled. So spoiled. You're going to be spoiled, too, if you head to Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. That's where you should get your automobile, Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. It's where I got my Kia K5 GT. Just what a, what a wonderful car. And what a wonderful place to get an automobile. That selection of Kias, new and pre-owned, is superb. Get something that works for you. Something fun. Something sporty, something for the family, something fuel efficient, especially these days. Something fuel efficient, that is the way to go. But they have something for everybody. Greenway, Kia, West Palm Beach, and and they're not going to steal money from your pocket. Okay, mm. They have a credit clinic on site. They are looking out for you. They want to get you financed any way, shape, or form and make it comfortable for you so you keep coming back and keep sending people you know back. That's the key. They want you as a customer for life. Greenway, Kia, West Palm Beach, military trail, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport in West Palm Beach, Greenway, Kia, West Palm Beach, Greenway, Kia, West Palm Beach.com. Dean, have fun in Columbus, all right? All right, my man. Dean Thomas, I'm Ken Levick. I've been live on ESPN 106.3. Have a great weekend.